Thanks for joining me on episode 1098 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm David Smith, author of Who's Got Your Back? Making and Keeping Great Friendships Among Men. I encourage you to invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talents, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to build real, lasting friendships as a man is vital to doing this. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with the leadership provided by Scott Mayer. And instead, what I've often seen happen is management and leadership and even the individuals in the conflict itself say, we're not going to deal with it. We'll just avoid it. I just won't talk about it. That'll make it get better. We'll just ignore what's going on and treat it as something that eventually will just spontaneously, magically heal itself. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's episode about investing in yourself by stewarding your time, I talk with you about how conflict can affect your productivity. I talk about why this hits on multiple levels, and I also talk about why dealing with it is more important than avoiding it. As we talk about stewarding your time, wouldn't it be great if you could support this podcast and do it without just taking too long? Turns out you can. All you have to do is use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon when you're ready to make a purchase via Amazon, and a small commission will come back to support the show just that quick. If you enjoy the show when you are ready to buy from Amazon, just use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon. This week, we're diving into talking about conflict. And tomorrow, I'm going to talk a little bit about what conflict really is. But for right now, it's okay to just have the kind of, quote, common understanding of conflict. We all know times that we've had work or relational conflicts where either about how something should be done or what should happen with something or personal conflicts with other individuals, whether it's at work or in family, where there's stress and there's strife and there's disagreement over what exactly it is. And I'm not just talking about a small disagreement. I'm talking about something that rises to the level of really creating a conflict. And the truth is, when we've got those sorts of conflicts going on in our head and in our heart and in our mind, they take energy, they take bandwidth from us. Our mind begins to think about those things. Have you ever had one of those days where you find yourself dwelling for 30 minutes or an hour or 10 minutes even about an event that happened or a conflict that came about or a frustration that you have, and you're just not sure what's going on, but you end up realizing that you didn't work on the things that you needed to do. You didn't get done something that you were planning on doing because instead you were dwelling on that conflict. I think we all know instinctively that conflict can affect our productivity and it can affect our energy and through that affect our productivity. It can affect our concentration 
and through that can affect our productivity. If you look up research on workplace productivity and conflict, because that's usually where it's studied is in the workplace, you find that the way that they study it and the way they correlate it, that if there's conflict going on, individual performance decreases, team performance decreases, job satisfaction decreases, organizational commitment decreases, turnover increases, and overall company performance decreases. So all of the stuff that you want to go up goes down, and all of the stuff that you want to go down goes up turnover and these sorts of things. It's interesting, but it's shown over and over again that conflict like this hits at multiple levels. It Because it's affecting performance, that then causes management and others to try to figure out what's going on. And often they come in and end up doing things that create even more conflict, not on purpose, but it ends up happening. Plus, if your job satisfaction is low, then all of a sudden you start looking for the things that create conflict, basically. You're paying more attention to the negative things than to the positive things. And because of that, what ends up happening is you find even conflict to grow. It it continues to increase. And maybe if you're not in a job situation You haven't observed it in those sorts of ways that you'll see in a formal study, but you, again, know instinctively in any organization, conflict creates stress and strain that increases dissatisfaction and lowers performance and productivity across the board. This is why I talked with Jerry Fu this week, this idea of identifying conflict and diving in and actually actively dealing with it is so important, confronting it head on. And and this isn't about coming in and saying, it's my way or the highway, just you can deal with it. If you're the boss, yeah, maybe you have the power to do that, but doing that actually creates more conflict, not less. Instead, it's about actually understanding the underlying root causes of the conflict. What is it that's causing this dissatisfaction? What is it that's causing people to no longer communicate and look at things the same way? Is it that they don't actually have the same understanding of the task? Is it a personality or personal conflict? Is it poor leadership or management? Is it maybe one particular employee that is causing an issue or a problem? Is it lack of clarity or lack of communication or lack of understanding? Are there things that you could do to bring the team together? And this isn't about just throwing a party and having some sort of celebration. I'm talking about actually deeply understanding what is going on in the hearts and minds of your employees so that you can begin to help them come together instead of tearing each other. And instead, what I've often seen happen is management and leadership and even the individuals in the conflict itself say, we're not going to deal with it. We'll just avoid it. I just won't talk about it. That'll make it get better. We'll just ignore what's going on and treat it as something that eventually will just spontaneously, magically heal itself. And that never works. 
In those situations, the conflict always grows over time. It always gets worse until eventually someone will leave or the company will struggle with work or the team will implode. And often when they leave, they don't talk about the conflict. They talk about things like poor leadership and poor management because those things haven't been dealt with. It's a sample and an example of how you can lead either yourself or others by identifying what is the internal or external conflict? What are the reasons behind it? And then actually dealing with those reasons to get to a better place. So that conflict actually goes away and is reduced over time instead of growing. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you like this episode on the stewardship of time, be sure to sign up for our Stewardship of Time Tips series by going to inspiredstewardship.com slash time or texting 44222 time tips and that'll get you our best tips on stewarding your time until next time invest your time your talent and your treasures develop your influence and impact the world